0: Hey, welcome to Pull the Thread Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Douglas. I'm a celebrity tailor, a wild Mustang tamer, and an entrepreneur. I managed to take a Brother Project Runway home sewing machine and built a six-figure sewing business that supports a life I love, and I hop behind the mic to show you that you can do the same thing too. I am documenting all of my experiences in building my own little honey empire, complete with mess ups and mistakes and experiments and celebrations so that you can shortcut to success faster. So you ready? Let's dive into the episode. Episode 13. Let's go. I am so psyched to bring you today's episode. Is psyched still a word? Do we still use that? I am so excited to bring you today's episode. The reason being for two reasons, actually. Reason one, this is my first guest podcast. Reason two, my first guest is Jenna Kutcher, (laughs) Yeah, I'm literally, why would she say yes to this? Are you kidding? Anyways, I am so, so, so beyond ecstatically filled beside myself with gratitude because Jenna has literally been speaking into my life and breathing oxygen into my business since day one. So to have the opportunity to have her on Pull the Thread, to talk about her new book is monumental. Now, if you don't know Jenna, I'm gonna introduce you really quick before we jump on into this episode. Jenna is a Minnesota mama of two. She's an online educator. She's a seven-figure entrepreneur turned author. Her new book, How Are You Really?, comes out on June 28th, 2022. So if you're listening to this in real time, it comes out this week. And everybody in Jenna's circle is so beyond excited, elated for her. So without further ado, Jenna Kutcher. I am beside myself with gratitude. I'm thrilled to welcome my work-life balance hero, the primary <laughs> voice that has been speaking into my business strategy, um, the one and only Jenna Kutcher. Hi, Jenna. Mm,
1: thank you for having me. I literally saved my coffee to have it with you this morning. Yes. Um, I feel like we've gotten to do this multiple times over the last few years of oh like just being together yeah. and catching up. And I'm connecting. glad that and so you said that
0: because this week, you will not know this, but this week is the five year anniversary of me starting my business.
1: Stop, it's
0: amazing. Five years, um, and it feels very, very full circle because when I started my business, from the moment that I started, I was ravenously consuming content. Mm -hmm. And I landed on a podcast called The Gold Digger Podcast. And I listened to The Gold Digger Podcast every single day when I would drive out to the farm to go take care of my horse. And then that led me into taking your courses and eventually (laughs) joining your mastermind. And so very, very full circle that you would be on my podcast today. Um, I'm a lucky one.
1: I get to help (laughs) celebrate you. That's amazing.
0: How crazy is that? Um, (laughs) So there is this phrase and uh, it says the quality of your life. Will be determined by the quality of the questions that you ask. Yes, um, And I love that because lately you've been asking some pretty thought-provoking questions in the form of a book. Wild, <laughs> Do you want right? to talk about that, your new book that's coming out?
1: Yeah. It's crazy because just as you're kind of celebrating this milestone in five years and stuff, like, Putting a book out into the world is such a long process. Literally today, as I was like driving up, getting ready to do interviews and like, this is like two years in the making, like I, and a year, I mean, a lifetime in the making. When you think about the stories and the experiences you pull from to write a book mm. and it's just bananas because you really have been, if you think about like how we've been super connected over the last few years you have been a part of like watching this whole transition from like motherhood to motherhood times two to writing a book to mm-hmm. like all of these things. And so, yeah, it's like the culmination of like all of this work. And it just feels really unreal, probably how it feels for you, where you're like, How did five years happen? It like feels yeah. like a blink in eternity at the same time. It's bananas. But yes, my yeah. book is How Are You Really? And it's about living your truth one answer at a time and really learning how to get quiet with yourself. And it is so much more than a book. It's like a philosophy, like a life philosophy on how to move through your life. And I'm so excited about it. <laughs> I feel like your philosophy
0: has changed over the years. It has has. It not? Like You have redefined oh, what success looks like. Yes. A hundred percent. You know, it's funny because it's like, very much so I have had the same like trajectory in terms of, um, you, you're very, very achiever, very, very helper oriented. Um, and you start moving through all these goals and you've defined what, you know, what success was looking like for you in the beginning. And then you pivoted it and then your, your goals got bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and then like, like seven figure earner, that was the goal. And then you go for it and you're like, mom, the goal is mom, like the yes. goal is rest, yes. the goal is, and it's like once you've seen that, you know, then like once you've seen the other side of your goals, the definition of your success changes. Mm-hmm. What What was that like for you in transitioning? Did you have a hard time reframing what success meant when you went from this is what I wanna do to, you know, what actually times my currency?
1: Yeah, you know, it's really interesting. And I talk about it in the book a lot too, but like loss was our greatest teacher. And I think so much of my life, when I look back, I'm actually walking um, through a loss with a really close friend right now. And it's so hard for me because I can see in my life how loss was a teacher. But when you are getting taught the lesson or when you are in a season of loss, it feels impossible. Right. And so it's like walking alongside someone where I'm like cling to the promise, like cling to the tiny little ember of flame. Like, I know you feel like ashes, it's like hard to like help somebody understand that because it's like insurmountable. Right. But it's fascinating because for me, you know, as an achiever, as someone who gets obsessive about things, um, as many of us do, especially entrepreneurs, um there were so many times where i would set a goal and i was in control of achieving that goal right like i could say like here's what i want and like i could see the steps laid out for me and i feel like in our journey to become parents and in our losses it was the first time in my life where i fully truly had to surrender like there was no you know probable outcome there was no for sure bets it was like here's what I can control. And here's what I have to learn how to surrender. And I think Mm. in that season of surrender was when I really understood that like time is it like we can always go out and earn more money, but we cannot get back our time. And like, there's this line that I always think of myself and it's like, time is life. Like how we spend our days is how we spend our life. And I think so many of us want to have these like full, abundant, like blessed lives that make impact, but then we look at like our day to day and it's like not filled with anything that helps us do that. And so, yeah, it's really fascinating because I, I mean, my definition of success continues to shift, but now it is so much more on what will success feel like versus what does it look like? And I think Mm. that's like the differentiator that leads you in that difference between time and money as well.
0: Yeah the the shift of um the shift of feeling I think that almost prevents you from when you do when you do achieve the successes that you had been trying for so long they don't feel hollow anymore because you've shifted mm-hmm. from what it looks like on paper to how it feels to you yes. um, yeah. I I personally am like I'm finishing up a burnout I feel like I went really really hard um, and. Not long ago, I just like, I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm just going to keep hitting the same wall again and again and again. It's like, I know what the Mm -hmm. wall looks like, but Mm -hmm. I just can't stop myself Mm -hmm. from smashing myself into it. I can't stop. Um, and you said something. I think it was in chapter six or seven of your book. I've already finished it. Literally, like I have been ravenous over, Mm -hmm. over what Jenna creates. It's from the heart and it's just so powerful. The way that she shows up. Um, you said something, you said, what if our bodies just aren't doing what we want them to do? And you said that as you walked through this whole season of loss and grief and like, what people didn't understand when you went viral for being married to Mr. Six Pack was you were going through miscarriage. Mm -hmm. You were actively walking through this huge season of grief and heaviness. When you said that though, you're also communicating with an entire world full of people who like achievers, entrepreneurs are doing things to their bodies that they're not meant to do. And their bodies are telling them, no, like, I can't do that for you. (laughs) And you think mind over matter when at the end of the day, this is what you have. This is your life, you know? And it's like at the very end, are you going to be happy that you were able to hit a certain amount of zeros or or are you going to be happy that like, are you gonna miss the moments? Are you gonna miss mm-hmm. it? Like mm-hmm. life is so short, are you gonna miss it, you know? And yeah, I yeah. think all of us collectively have experienced loss over these last few years, you know, and and that's just it. It's those pivotal questions that you start asking yourself where you're like, am I missing it, you know? Yes. And so just in the last month, like my boyfriend's on tour with Coldplay, all of us, we're all in the music industry, we're all on the yeah. go. And um, last weekend I was like, Sorry, I can't tailor you. I'm going to see Coldplay, or you know, so I'm driving to go see yes. Coldplay like this weekend. I'm recording this from my mom's quilting studio in Florida because I yes. wanted to surprise my dad for Father's Day. Um, and you know, and it's funny. It's like when you start scheduling life, yeah, you schedule the work around it. My mom is helping me embroider a rock star's jumpsuit today. You know, yeah, <laughs> like yes. life, like the work does fit in. You know, yep. it absolutely does. Um, so. What what I really want to ask you, what would you say to the entrepreneur who is afraid to rest? You've oh seen my gosh. It. you've seen yeah. every phase of entrepreneurship. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. would you say to that entrepreneur, whether they're too afraid because the money's gonna stop rolling in, or they're afraid because they're gonna meet themselves as an entrepreneur in the quiet for the first mm. moment for the first mm. time? What would you say yeah. to that person?
1: Oh my gosh. Well, that's so many of us. And it's really fascinating to Crystal, because I really think right now, like, as you're saying, like, I'm coming out of this place of burnout. I think a lot of people are like peeking their head out into the world again and being like, okay, where do we go from here? You know what? What <laughs> like, oh, this no. like? is this no! How do I want to move looks through like? this? Yeah. It was funny. So this morning um, we woke up at like 5 a.m. with a three-year-old who loves the sunshine, which bless yeah. her. And um, we've started doing yoga in the morning. So I'm like, all right, if we're up early, we're rolling out the mats. So she rolls out both of our mats. And um, at the end, when you do Shavasana and you're laying there, I have a chapter in the book about how I used to hate that. Like I couldn't, one, I felt like I didn't earn the right to just lay on the ground for a few Mm -hmm. minutes, but two, I couldn't be alone with my thoughts like that. Or or you would be thinking, cause I'm the same, or terrifying. you'd be thinking, I feel like I could do a couple more stretches
0: in yeah. here. Like I'm strong yeah. enough. I could yeah, fit those. In. I need to
1: do. Yeah, exactly. Like when the, when the yoga instructor is like, if you have any final poses, it's like, let me do my handstand. Like, yes. um, and oh the so scorpion's end. This morning Coco, I was doing the shavasana and she goes to the couch and gets a pillow and lays it out for me like just lay here for a little bit mom. And it just like really hit me where I was like thinking about that chapter in my book about like how I couldn't even like be still with myself because mm-hmm. I was battling this feeling of like I didn't earn it or you know I got to just keep moving into the next thing of my day. I just got to check it off my list and move on to the next thing and The thing is, is that it's not sustainable first off, and it's not enjoyable. And it's really interesting because I um, have been on like a massive health kick over this last year. I had my second baby and I just was like, hit the ground running in like, I just want to like feel great. I want to feel energized. I want to feel vibrant. And I move through my days so differently, even in this crazy season. Mm -hmm. And I was telling somebody the other day, I was like, I have never felt this energized in my life. I've never been busier. I've never had like higher stakes. I've never, I've never felt this energized. And I was like, I can't even imagine if I had done these sort of things for myself meditate, yoga. like eat better food, like think about my fuel vitamins, like all of these things. If I would have done this for the last decade, I can't even imagine where my business would have been. And, um, because you thought There's you had to
0: work in circles yes. to pull it off, and that's what we were. I told, was
1: exhausted. You're all the same, time.
0: same. All the Your time. book <laughs> is the first book that's like an anti-business book, but uh-huh. it'll make you more profitable. Because the actual mm-hmm. the things that are going into this are like, no, girl, I've been there, I've done it. Yes. I can yes. tell you that it is possible to do it another way, and you're setting the standard for yourself and for other people, showing people that it's possible because yes. your book launch, like a traditional book launch is like, okay, I'm just going to work in circles and, you know, kill myself. Like, yeah. like 12 no, to 18 hour days. How many hours so a day are you working good. right under your launch?
1: Four or five. Yes. Um, ma'am. And it's crazy. Cause I was telling a friend of mine who has a book coming out next year. I was like, you need to do exactly what I'm doing. I was like, well, wait mm-hmm. until it comes out make sure it all works. But like, I was like, I know so many people. And part of the reason why I never want to do a book that gets so burnt out. Like, I can't tell you the amount of friends who call me two weeks after their book is out a month after their book is out. And they're like, I am so done. I'm done. I'm not creative. I haven't had it." you know, like, and I was like, I just don't want to do that. I'm not willing to do that. And so this whole journey has just been this, like staying in alignment, staying in my lane, trusting myself and like, this is going to get out in the way it's meant to get out, but also like, again, like boundaries. And there's a line in the book Mm -hmm. that is like, boundaries don't keep things and opportunities and people out of our lives. Boundaries keep us in our life. And so even this morning you were like, Oh, you got a busy day. And I was like, yeah, it's really busy, you know, from eight 30 to 1230. Um, And, and, you know, and so it's like (laughs) funny because it's, it's amazing what you were kind of talking about. I think it's important to touch on, especially for entrepreneurs is time expands. Like your work will expand to the amount of time you give it. So if you say I'm going to work 12 hours, your work is going to expand over that 12 hours. If you're like, I have a three hour nap time Mm -hmm. and that I need to get eight hours of work done. It's fascinating Mm -hmm. what you can get done. And so um, it's really interesting because for entrepreneurs, It's like we we get that obsessive tendency. We go so hard so fast. We don't slow down, we don't rest. We believe in this lie of momentum. And momentum is a real thing, obviously. Like take any physical, it's real. But at the same point, too, it's like when you believe the lie of momentum, you're not trusting yourself that like the things that have gotten you to where you are today are the things that can carry you forward. They're not leaving your body. They've always been there. They're within you. They're in you right now. And so it's like. This lie of momentum keeps us in this place of saying yes, yes, yes to everything and everyone. And a lot of times those yeses mean no to like the right work, the work that moves in, yeah. you know, the work that fills our souls. And most and of those so, yeses
0: are fear-based. Yes. They're not because yes. you actually want to do them. Yes. It's because you're terrified of what's going to happen if you don't. On the like, other side of no. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's crazy. It's funny because it's like, I feel like so many people, everybody's afraid to set boundaries in business because yeah. like, if you're a new company, especially now I'm like, no, no, yeah. no, no <laughs> <I'm> problem. <good. laughs> like haven't checked yes. emails for days. It's fine. Yeah. Like we'll get to yeah. it because at the end of the day, like we don't even have the time to do the work that's coming in via the emails. So yeah. it is what it is. But it's funny how like I have implemented a couple of your different journaling prompts throughout your book just in the last yeah. week. And yeah. it's crazy because in one day, in the span of one day, I started a pretty big project for need to breathe. Um, I tailored, uh, yeah, they're awesome. I tailored, um, something for, for one of my artists that has to be in, in Brazil in two weeks. Um, because I knew I wouldn't have time because I'd be traveling this weekend. Yeah. And by 2 PM, I was, um, at, a. Uh, a, a private club to tailor Ty Verdes rolling into a Lee Jeans thing and Bonnaroo cause we just had Bonnaroo at the same weekend. Um, and oh, and the day before I had fit in tailoring for Carly Pierce on stage at CMA Fest. And by the time I got to Ty, they're like, are you completely exhausted? And I was just like, I could genuinely say, yeah, no, I'm energized. No, I'm energized. It. Yeah, because I had boundaries around it. And I knew I was like, no, it's late. I've got to stop working today because I've got to have the energy to roll into tomorrow. And I was able to bring 100% of myself to the table. And I knew that even had it been two years ago, yeah. I could approach all of those things. And it would be the same amount of work. Yep. the same amount of income, the yep. same amount of me bringing myself to the table, what they're actually paying for. They're not just paying for somebody to come tailor. They're paying for me. They want me to show up like my brain or my personality, like yeah. what I'm bringing. I was I, like, like several years ago, I would have been spent, I would have been exhausted because I would have approached the same problems in a way that would exhaust myself mm-hmm. rather than going, okay, this is what my energy has to bring to the table. And I'm saving that up for only my, my hell yeses, only the things that I want to a hundred percent show up for. And you show up in the world completely differently. You're showing up for this book and it's like your whole self and you're able to write every caption and to show up in every interview and do this whole thing wholehearted.
1: Yeah. It's been amazing. It's, it's been like Because it is, it's so funny because it's like, you could look at like, I was laughing the other day because I'm like, um, I'm working out of this local office space and it's been such a blessing because with two kids and two dogs, it's impossible (laughs) to report at home. And, uh, my coworker now, he was like, Oh, busy day today. And I was like, Oh, I just have like four or five interviews or whatever. And I had this moment of pause where I was like, in the last four years, up until this point, I did four interviews total for other Mm. people's shows in four years, four interviews, I'm doing that amount in one day. And it's funny because I think it's such a good reminder of alignment and like how necessary alignment is, um, and like you Mm. feeling just fully aligned with what you're doing and how you're pushing it out into the world. And I look back because someone the other day asked me, you know, if you read my book, I have lived many lifetimes in my entrepreneurship decade. I've done many different things from photography to watercolor, to masterminds, to courses, to podcasts, to now this book, like all of these different things. And someone was like, how has everything you've done been successful? And I was like, oh no, 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 no. One, it hasn't. But two, the things that have been successful is because I do them while I'm so on fire for them, while I'm excited about them, while it's like exciting for me, I think passion is contagious. And then when it no longer serves me, I move in a new direction. Unapologetically, I just start, you know, and so it's like, We need to give ourselves permission to like change and evolve as humans, as leaders, as entrepreneurs, but we also have to give ourselves permission to like be curious and to like try different things and to experiment and to have the experiments tell us if this was the right thing or the wrong thing. Yeah. And so I think we've lost some of that fun in entrepreneurship and we lost some of the art of like just trying for the sake of trying.
0: Cause that's where the creativity comes from. It doesn't come from like hitting the target. It comes from, from tapping in that playfulness and that creativity into your mind. And you know it's funny um my other mentor is gary vaynerchuk yeah. and he always says to serve 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 sell but yes. what happens is you get burnt out before you ever get to the cell because you've served but you've not served with boundaries or you've not served in a way that taps into your creativity
1: mm-hmm.
0: well so it's question yeah. what um what's been your favorite chapter to write which one was your favorite one
1: uh, I think it's vision fulfilled. Um, and it was actually wild because this last weekend was father's day and, um, you
0: were a teary, a teary yeah. mess. It yeah, I was a
1: mess, um, for so many reasons. So we are getting ready to, to list our house. Cause we're building a house on top of the book and everything else. And, wow. um, and I went through this, this container, I found this, um, I had this little, like burlap sack and it had all of these cards in it. And I like started pulling things out. Cause I like, I save anything that's handwritten to me is just like precious. Yes. I save way too many things. And I found like our old, um, miscarriage, like the ultrasounds from our miscarriages. And then I found these letters and I found, you know, these sympathy cards from like my grandparents, my grandma's no longer with us. And I found like all of this stuff. I unearthed all of it. But what was so fascinating to me is I found these cards from Drew and I, back and forth to each other from anniversaries, and we writ- we wrote these letters to each other, and every single one of them, even when we were in the like worst part of our lives, were- was like, "I love you," and this is amazing, and our lives, I'm so grateful for our lives, and like there's just this like level of gratitude, like even in the thick of like the yeah, loss, the grief, and the loss. And- Oh, it was just crazy. And so then it was wild because that night he took a bath and he's been bringing my book in the bathtub with him. And I hadn't let him read it for two years because to me, that feels like the most vulnerable. Like yeah. him reading it, like I, a stranger. You shared could read a totally
0: it. different side of yourself that broke out of your five topics that you'll yes. share to the public. And like, that's yes. such a delicate like journey to walk. You're showing, yeah. you're exposing. He's like, so I'm much learning about
1: you reading. Yes. It, it's crazy. And he read that chapter the night before father's day. And it is literally about like how I like clung to this vision of this little giggling girl and pancakes and all these things. And it's funny because even this morning they made waffles and we're sitting at the table as they left. And, um, yeah, it was just crazy. But that chapter to me was just like, even when the world feels so dark, if you have this like dream, if you have this vision, it's like, have anybody in your life, light the way, like it takes one ember and someone who you trust to fan the flame when you can't fan it yourself. And that's all it takes to start a wildfire in the best way. And so, yeah, it was, it was beautiful, but that chapter to me is just like the promise. It's like the redemption song for anyone that's walking through the thick.
0: Absolutely beautiful. I am like, I am, I've been so moved by your book. It has such beautiful prompts to it. I like, I want everybody le- re- re- listening to this to read that book. It needs to be your yeah. prerequisite for starting your business. Or if you are walking through just like this season of, of what is happening, like whether you're yeah. looking at your bank account and then the, the money's just falling out of it as you're doing business. We've, we've both yeah. seen that before. Whether yeah. you are just like at a loss or you're grieving the loss. Um, of anything it's it's so powerful, and you it's like you give permission to have boundaries, you give mm-hmm. permission to to chase after your goals with rest and with peace mm-hmm. and yes. I, I just I absolutely love that. Um, mm-hmm. I want to honor your time. I want to ask you one final question. Yes. what question have you never been asked but you oh want to gosh. answer? What's burning that like it's it's something that you you could talk about, but you wouldn't put in a book.
1: Oh, this is good. I mean, I, I feel like I'm an open book. Something no one has asked me yet is when am I gonna rest after this book launch? And I actually <laughs> am planning a whole month up at our lake house when are we're you, done. Lake house? Okay. Mm-hmm, Not Hawaii. You're staying close relaxing. to home. Yeah, we're staying local. The summer. When are we you gonna take when to Hawaii? Gosh. 20 hours of flights with two kids right now feels a little overwhelming, Um, but a two hour drive, I can do that. Um, I have to think about that. I feel like I share so much. I think one of the things that I would love to talk about someday that I haven't talked about yet is just the difference in success for women versus men and the Mm. way that men can move through success and show success in a very different way. And the double standard of all of that. Oh, it is very Um, real. Yeah. Cause I think it's fascinating and I think it's interesting. And since I have so many male peers in the industry, the things that they do and say and get away with versus what women have to encounter, I would love to write. I set a
0: boundary with a client the other day in text. And I yeah. just said, we've already had this conversation before, feel free to scroll up. And I, for a, a moment, I convulsed like, oh, yeah. no, I sounded yeah. rude. And then yeah. it's like, of course, I text it to like seven different people. And I'm like, was that rude? And it's like, no, you told him exactly where he could reference the conversation that you've yeah. had multiple times. Yeah. Like, a man wouldn't think twice about sending that, but yeah. a woman is afraid of like losing her business. Somebody's going to write yeah. a review. Something's going to yeah. happen. But it's yeah, like yeah. just like like the fear of setting boundaries extends even further into uh, male conversations, like conversations with male mm-hmm. if you're the business owner as a female. It's, yeah. it's a wild world. It is a wild world. Maybe that'll world. be book
1: number two. <laughs> yeah. Let's
0: go. Aww. Jenna, thank you so, so, so much. Thank you so much for the way that you serve and how you show up. And just, you're, you're you know, this isn't a self serving thing, you're serving millions of people by putting out this book and sharing this new layer of yourself. And I feel like I'm so used to reading your captions, which can be short books. You yeah. have a knack and you're such an eloquence in the way that you show up in the written word. Um, but this is a totally organic new way to interact with you and your content and your thoughts and your memories. Mm-hmm. I love the stories that you're sharing and it's absolutely beautiful. I'm so blessed by
1: it. Oh, thank you. And I'm so glad we've gotten to be in each other's world for so yes. long. Thank you for having me.
0: You've changed my life. Thank you so mm-hmm. much for showing up today. Thank you. Yes. Wow. Am I right? So I just listened back through this interview. So I listened alongside you um, and I have so many thoughts now post interview, but one of them that rings super true is this is obviously experience coming from somebody that has put in the reps Um, and then my second takeaway from this was more than anything, the main theme that I sense throughout the whole thing is just peaceful momentum. Like you're allowed to maintain the momentum that you need to go towards your goals and to go towards growing your business or building or starting your business and preserve your peace. So I want to leave you with a prompt the way that Jenna has left us with prompts throughout the course of this book, and that is, what would it look like if you carried a little bit of that piece with you this week through all of your tasks? I would love to hear what you think of this episode. I also would truly love for you to go to howareyoureallybook.com and pre-order your copy because this book is phenomenal. Absolutely, you should not be trying to operate a business without working on the heart stuff, separate and independent of all the head stuff and all of the other business books out there this isn't like that this isn't like those books Um, this absolutely looks at your goals and it looks at the heart of what success looks like to you Um, and getting your time back as Jenna said and yeah I just know that anybody listening to it would benefit so much from it and would get so much out of it so go to com. again I am so grateful to Jenna and I'm grateful for you Catch you next time on Pull the Thread.